Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. Join Doris Corda, Hawkins School's Associate Head and Director of Entrepreneurial Studies, as she shares her experience as an educational reformer told through conversations with Assistant Directors Tim Desmond and Allison Tanker. We're a week and a half into students' second business challenge, and at this point in the course, things get really, really complicated. And in this episode, we share a lot of our strategies in helping guide students through a very challenging creative problem-solving process. So students are a week and a half in to their second business challenge, working with uh, Endemic Solutions. And the company itself is this water purification technology that's based off of this biomimicry design that was influenced by the way manta rays filter feed their, uh, their food in the ocean. And this technology is intended to be used, what the CEO thought, for uh, medical grade water where usually water would be contaminated, whether that's an international country or if that's a uh, post-natural disaster, something like this, where uh, people who would need to wash their hands or wash out wounds uh, in order to care for those who are medically injured to some degree uh, would need access to clean water. So she has this design, but has no idea where to start. Uh, initially, well, the, the challenge itself was how do the students uh, help her identify the best market application for her to enter first, why and how? Yeah, well, the right, the challenge is where should, with what application and market should an endemic solutions launch their product, why and how? Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, so given that, it's been a lot for them to chew on over the past week and a half, and they just did their, their first share-outs about their status and their thinking, their process to us today. So where, where do you think they are, Doris? What's your opinion well, at this it's Well, this is a really interesting one. So um, their, uh, their second challenge, as always, is a huge step up in complexity and sophistication right. in the problem itself from the first business challenge. In the first challenge, we always pick a business and a challenge that's really easy for them to identify with. In this case, it was fruit snacks, a, a business that sells fruit snacks, because the work they have to do in the first business challenge is to learn some very foundational skills. And we really use up almost all of the class time in the first three weeks, having them experience applying things to uh, learning how to research, learning how to interview well, how to do empathy maps, how to do quantitative and qualitative analysis, problem solve, et cetera. And it's heavily guided. It's still completely experiential, but it's heavily guided. They learn about teaming, et cetera. This one, They've learned those basic skills, and now they really have to develop their skills in a big way in creative problem solving, teaming, et cetera. Um, 
as they take on a challenge and they have more time on this one. They have almost four weeks, mm -hmm. which is really good. And what we saw today, uh, we saw four teams present. Two of them uh, have made great progress, I would say, in a week and a half. And two of them, not so much. And uh, one of the interesting things about this one, like many of our second challenges, there's a huge amount of real subject matter knowledge they have to learn first before they can problem solve. In this case, they have to learn about not only her filter system, but the difference between water filtering and water purification, the difference between potable water and water, water that is good for medicinal use, the what, what is it if something filters out physical pathogens but doesn't filter out chemicals? Like There's a lot for them mm -hmm. to learn. Two of the teams have gone very deep in that and two of them have not. And so it was a, it was a, it was a very, very good day because each team shared out where they were and what they were thinking. And in two of the cases, what we helped them do with our feedback was process what they should do next because they're, they're, they're at a very interesting crossroads given how much research they've done. And in the other two cases, what we're really doing is by asking a lot of very, very basic questions that they could not answer well. Around the science side yeah. of the product. Like what the product does. You know, how do you, how do you problem solve and find a good market or application if you don't understand what the product actually does right so so they came in with kind of bsy things right they're able to say oh well filtration is this and purification is that and very you know they looked up a definition quickly online well they but actually used only the language she provided in her initial that's, right. that's all they did they didn't even do research on it they basically said well and what a, a very quick sentence or two coming straight out of the ceo's day presentation. one presentation to them. And then they start talking about, we think it'd be really great in Bolivia. And uh, because, and gave us whatever they gave and had nice looking slides. And that's what they spent the bulk of their presentation on in this one mm -hmm. team's case. And when all was said and done, and they presented well, and they had a lot of nice things, um, I, I asked, what does, what does actually the product do? And one of the students, very articulate, very bright, very well-spoken, gave back. Now, instead of one sentence, a paragraph, but straight out of the CEO's mouth, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And we poked further, and they had no idea. Mm -hmm. And so everything that they presented kind of fell apart. This is also a team that we know isn't actually doing a whole lot of work, um, mm -hmm. and, and it showed in, in their presentation. What's really good about this is that um, they've got this open-ended, big, hairy, challenging problem. They have a week to work in teams. We've given them guidance along the way, and I want to talk about that in mm -hmm. a minute, um, to help them with process, which is the most challenging part of this whole thing. And they're still 
we, we talked about this, the two teams who didn't fare so well really haven't engaged yet fully with it. They're mm -hmm. still taking it on like they would a regular academic course and waiting as for us to dole out the assignments. And they, they've been doing some research, but you can tell they're not internalizing it in a way that they're able to then right. therefore synthesize and make decisions based off of that. They're just being good students and- Doing what we tell them to doing do. Doing some research, but it's really disconnected from any intentional decision-making or problem-solving. Yeah, they have, that's right. Well, so we, we, we don't throw the problem in the room and leave. So we're giving, we're assigning things and we're at the beginning of class in New Circle, during the classes we pop into teams, at the end of the day, every single day, we're posing questions, we're poking, we're suggesting um, next steps, we're helping them, we're throwing out things for them to read, things for them to watch, having them write things, do reflections. The teams that didn't do so well, they are dutifully doing everything that we're telling them to do. But that isn't enough. That's right. The other two teams are doing everything we're telling them to do, but they're internalizing this as a problem they want to solve. And so actually for those two teams, we will continue to design things, but if we didn't, they would be fine. Mm -hmm. um, we will continue to guide it, but it's a really interesting thing. There's a there's a there's a there's a myth that you you know with this kind of learning and teaching that you just throw a problem in, put them on teams, and come back through. So it's actually highly structured. It's just structured in a very different way. Let's actually talk about that because yeah. earlier this week. Yeah. Uh, it was clear there was this uh, lack of urgency uh, with each of the teams and Tim and I were right there as well and caught it early so we circled up as a class midday. The, yeah. it, was, it was very clear yeah. where they were in their teams. We said, all right, everyone stop what you're doing. We need a, an emergency team meeting. And yeah. so we all circled up and we started to poke in. Why? Why does this challenge matter at all? Why does it matter to you? Why yeah, do we need to solve huge. this? Right? Start with why, always, like you say. And in order for you know, each of the students to be able to ex express in their own way, you why know, what while some of them said this matters because this this problem or the solution could actually help lots of people around the world that uh, there isn't access to clean water, so they realize we could really help some people who need access to that. Uh, one student acknowledged the fact that she's a black female entrepreneur and that the odds are stacked against her. And he Actually, was really... a, black, a black student, an African-American mm -hmm. boy, who's really excited about that. Right, and that he felt yeah. like we need to help her get the odds in her favor and do a good job on this work. And so, you know, after we debrief and really establish why this matters at all to understand where they're stuck because right. it was very clear something right. was holding them back and they start to talk about it well we're really frustrated we don't know the process we don't know what we're supposed to be doing and what was happening was that they were just disengaging in that moment sure. they were just sitting back they we could see they were listening you know and their earphones or when we went into their team they yeah. were somewhat unfocused and yeah. so we 
that right. night decided right. to do a bit of work around setting them up for and, this whole week. Right. And, the, the, and let's talk about what we did. Okay. By the way, that is a really, that is, when I say normal, it's not just that it's normal. That literally happens every time like clockwork. We talked to Michael Hudasek. Remember when he sent an email? This is one of our attendees yes. who took the playbook for how to do this from, from us and, and implement it. And he wrote an email. Um, he, he sent an email uh, right around then in the first week saying, I'm of, of one of the business challenges saying, uh, well, you know, I have a different, a different kind of student here. These are, these are not independent school students. These are public school students. Maybe that's the difference. They, they're sitting back and they, they kind of did the initial research I told them to do and now they're like, okay, what else? I have nothing left to do. Yes. And I wrote back, don't think for a second that this is any different with literally everybody we've trained to do this comes up against the same thing and here's what happens. When you're doing a problem that a teacher gives you out of a textbook or a case study or something that had been already solved by someone else earlier, there's a start, a middle, and an end. And you can guide students along that path in a pretty structured way. When you give students a real world problem like we do that has not yet been solved, there's endless infinite research that can be done and what you have when you first start researching something like this you're hoping that as you learn more just from doing basic research you're going to start knowing how to solve the problem and it's not true it doesn't <laughs> happen so the students did what you'd expect anybody to do they're given this problem they don't know anything about any of it and they start by doing a lot of research and then they get to a place where they realize the research is endless. I could follow it endlessly. And instead of getting more clarity about how I should solve this problem or what my first steps should be, I have less clarity. I'm even more overwhelmed. So they just stop. So we did two things. The first thing we did is right then and there that night, we assigned them the following. Pick two or three applications for this product that off the top of your head or from the research you've done so far seem like good applications for her filter and come up with a profile of those applications and markets and do some research on all three and we had them write something about mm -hmm. that. It was a specific statement. Right. A statement with some questions, some specifics they had to learn about it and come in ready to present those to your team the next day. So the next day in class, we had a short class and told them, get in your teams and everybody present your application slash markets for the product and what you found to each other. And they do that. And then we say, after having shared, what are your questions? What are your questions about the product? What are your questions about the science? What are your questions about the market? What are your questions about creating a business out of it? Like, what are your questions? Come up with those. 
and then third, and this is in one short period, and it's fine for them to do this in this much time. Mm -hmm. And then the third was, based on this, come up with what you would do next. And they come up with what they do next, and then the assignment is for them each individually to write about that to us. Mm -hmm. Reflection on, this is what I do next, this is why, here are some examples, et cetera. And then after that, we know that they still don't know what to really do next. So now what's happened is they've, we've taken them from a bit of paralysis mm -hmm. because of all the research and all the possibilities. And we've gotten them to think only about two or three specific applications. They may not end up being the ones that emerge, but it takes the students to something they can put their arms around, connect with, care about. Then the next day, we introduce, we say, your next task, we talk about the fact that the hardest, really the hardest academic challenge in this course is designing process. That's actually the hardest part. Learning the science, learning the, how to present well, those are really important. The research skills are important. This is the most difficult thing to learn for kid or adult. So we talk about that and then we say, so here's what you need to do next. You need as a team to decide how you're gonna decide what to do next. How are you gonna decide what to do? And we're calling it a decision filter. And we spent some time explaining what we meant by that. They then went off into their teams to take a crack at it out of the four teams, one of them, I came in the next day, remember? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The next day I came in, I went to each team and they presented their decision filter. They actually had, had um, as an assignment, they had to put their decision filter, they had to submit it mm -hmm. as homework. I looked at them, I saw immediately that only one team even understood what a decision filter was, which is normal, it's a, it's a sophisticated idea. And the next day, I went into each team and took what they'd done and said, okay, how, how would you use this? And had them try it out. And the one team who really did come up with, well, we would think about, we would think about the, uh, the, I think the way they first put it was something like, um, the, the, we, we'd look at the market market for it or something like that. But as they explained it, what they really, I asked a bunch of questions and they said, oh, this actually would be two things. We'd look at the size of the market and then we'd also look at the urgency of need. And I said, yep, that's great. Then they had another, which was cost. But as they talked about cost, it wasn't really cost. It was the ease of implementation, the cost in time and in uh, resource and in money. Mm -hmm. And then there was product. So one team, the other three, as they tried it out, they immediately realized it wasn't really a decision filter. And the way that it's set up in that way, there's these factors where they had to really weigh out what are the 
deciding factors that are going to help us come to a decision. Right? About one the, versus another, yeah. The, the reality of what we see with students is they always want to jump to solutions. That's just their natural go-to place because in traditional school, yeah. I think that's what yeah. they're trained to do. What's the answer? What's the answer? So they really struggled through that uh, meta level of thinking mm. about the process, getting to the decision. They're just usually so used to finding out what the solution would be or making that decision based off of their early research. Right. And what you really set them up to do by talking through decision filter, coming up with these factors, was isolating and really uh, putting in priority of uh, relevance to that decision. You know, does the cost matter as much as the market uh, application? Does it matter as much as the impact that that Shanice is interested in right. making? Right. They have to wrestle with these really strategic, right. sophisticated decisions. Yeah. And to push them through that was was fantastic. However, keep going. There's there was the one team got there, but the others were. Yeah, it took many. It 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 actually took a few days. Right. And it took cycles, and and one of them still isn't totally there mm -hmm. in understanding what it is. The three who really are there really have a very different understanding now of what it means to problem solve and the importance of designing process and how you design process. And here's what, a couple things that are really interesting to me about this. This is, this what we're talking about is probably my whole problem with education as it is now. We worry, the whole of education is set up around product and not around process. And everything we're doing in here is focused on process. And as the students are de-schooled, what really is happening is we are, through experiences and through trying things and through a lot of different processes as they're working on real problems they care about, they're experiencing the crazy supremacy of process over product. It isn't about which is who has the right answer, which of you has the right, it's how are you going to decide what matters most? How are the why, it's really the why. So when you talk not only about problem solving, but you get them to think like this, you're able to talk about working in a team as an, in an academic way, as a process that needs to be developed and mastered and learned over time. And it's no longer this personal thing, oh, she's on my team and she doesn't do this well and da da da. And everything in, in fits, fits in this category. It's the reason we had our first, yesterday we gave our first feed, like big time one-on-one -on -one feedback. And it's only now that they're really ready to get the feedback mm -hmm. that matters for them that they're going to be able to do something with. Well, and to think about how they are moving through this process that is messy, is nonlinear, yeah. and that we can name that yeah. for them because here yeah. they are, they're overwhelmed, they're lost in this world of 
excess information, yeah. information overload, yeah. how to navigate that, how to yeah. uh, you know, challenge after challenge, learn those skills about what you do with that information, how you make decisions because of that, how you utilize your team to each individual right, balance this workload and put your heads together to come up with a decision that's greater than the sum of its parts. This yeah, we are. botch it every time we botch it. Well, that, you know, you bring up, so here's another thing we did, just to start some specific, we do a lot of things. It's not this fluid, let's make it up as we go. There are tons and tons and tons, as you pointed out, systems, and we use the same ones every single time. This is no different than any other second pro second biz problem we've done, and right. even though the, the business itself is different. Um, they're crazy, crazy focused now on how do we decide what to do next. They get that that's the hardest part of this. So now when, uh, when we talk to them about who's on the team and what do they bring, they, they understand the importance of that. So. And they have to be more strategic in using their teammates. Absolutely. After, I pointed this out three different times to three teams yesterday. Uh, after, I, I did the post-it exercise. I can do that now. Mm -hmm. So they're a week and a half in, and I said, all right, you still have three weeks to go. You don't know that much about each other yet, but you know enough to do this. Take a post, take post-its. And top of your head, very quickly, I think I gave them like two minutes max for the whole thing. Top of mind, what is the single thing that comes to mind that Allison brings to the team most? That Tim brings, that Doris brings, the other three, very quickly. And you could see some of them were like so uncomfortable. I said, just do it. Yes, everybody has a lot of skills. No, you don't know them well yet. Nobody's going to take offense. Just do it. So they do it. And then I go around and I say, all right, Tim, what does Allison most bring? Doris, what does Allison most bring? Angela, what does Allison most bring? And you say this and this and this. And then I say, Allison, does that make sense to you? And Allison says, yes. And then we go around and do every member of the team. And the whole exercise literally takes about four minutes, the whole thing. And then I say to them, okay, do you remember after our first business challenge, when you gave first feedback to each other about, how the team did, what we'd do differently if we had it to do again, how each individual did, blah, blah, blah. And I said, why is giving this feedback well and receiving it well important? And one student said, because it's important to know, to learn how to give constructive criticism. And then another student said, yes, and it's important to know how to, to, how to hear what you're weak at or bad at, etc." And I said, what, what was my response? And, and uh, the kids all remembered, oh, you said something about some research where if somebody gives 100 points of feedback to somebody and 99 are positive and one's negative and they're kind of equal weight, that a month later the only one the personal remembers the negative one. And I said, yeah, and so here's the deal. You have the strengths on this team that you just talked about. How are you gonna put those to use? And now they get it. Even a week and a half ago, they didn't really get it. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? I do. And I think we're, 
seeing a couple of the teams really utilizing that, and that's mm -hmm. why I think they were at a different place today in the share out. Like those two teams? The two t stronger teams who are further along are using each individual to their, to their strongest ability. And I feel like we are gonna have to go in on Monday, like you said, and drill a lot of questions and really keep pushing those other two teams to get there. Yeah. They're not far, but they're, uh, they're a little bit behind. Well, and it's, I, I thought it was interesting, the difference, how, how clear it was, the difference between the two and the two. It is. It's, it's very interesting. It's an exciting place in the, in the course right now, and I'm continually uh, excited about this work because you can see them growing. You can see them stretching. You can see them being challenged more intellectually than they ever have been before. Right. And I, I, like, the, uh, I like what we're having them do over the weekend because uh, they still have three weeks left, and there's a ton of scary, intimidating research that they're <laughs> diving into. So we're having them each individually take a possible user of this product. Pick one that you like, a person, and design a product using Shanice's filter and give the research and function out, et cetera. And that way they can start in a project that will have them very, very often deep in big research, continually giving them ways to come back to something manageable and specific that they can each individually wrap their head around is really important. And we'll do that all along the way. It'll be cool to see what they come, come back with on Monday. And maybe we can share some of those in, in the Facebook group uh, oh. for others to see as well so they can share yeah i love seeing this stuff that people are sharing truly and i know we even had someone who said they've been following their class along a similar pathway to where ours is at this moment and uh asked you know can you share some of those articles you gave to your students to help them when they were needing to look at the market differently and really understand product market fit Fair. and it was yeah. timely i appreciate yeah. that uh this is at all relevant to any yeah. of our listeners and yeah. If there are specifics we've talked about today, you know, shout, shout us out a note in the Facebook group. Let us know if, you, if you'd like some more specifics from us. We'd be happy to help. That's great. If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. For more information and resources, go to doschoolbetter.com. Podcasts created by Tim Desmond, Doris Corda, and Allison Tanker. Produced by Tim Desmond.